0: Hey everybody, this is Al Nash from the Unapologetic Women Empowerment Dynasty, and you're listening to the Unapologetic Women podcast, the show for women who love to live their legacies, unleashed, unlimited, and unapologetic. If this is a space you are curious about, visit unapologetic-women.com. Today, we're talking about experiencing ourselves through the view of photography with Joanne McCloy. Joanne is the founder of two creative businesses and has found her jam as a portrait, wedding and personal branding photographer. She worked with her first commercial client in November 2022 after picking up a camera in May and has never looked back. She spent countless hours on learning her craft. She loves creating genius, joyful and timeless photographs and the experience of creating priceless memories every time she clicks a camera. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Joanne McCloy. Awesome. Uh, jo, you are my oldest friend that I have interviewed on this podcast. It's really interesting for me how majority of the ladies thus far that I've interviewed are fairly recent to my world. And when I thought of they're all international, and I really want to bring New Zealand into the conversation, you're the first woman that came to my mind for various reasons. Number one, your personal evolution that I've witnessed has just been astonishing and such a blessing to have witnessed that and be you know, part of that evolution. Um, And also, you're one of those unapologetic women that don't need to be in somebody's space all the time, but you're always there, if that makes any sense. So thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast today, and welcome to the Unapologetic Women space.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me now. I can't wait um, to chat with you and, and see where our conversation goes today. So thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So I like to always start with what does it mean for you to be an unapologetic woman?
1: To show up, I think. Like, I think we go through life and we're often here to, I don't know, we're people pleasers. You know, I'm in Libra and I always like things to be in balance. So I think as a woman, you constantly go, okay, how do I get things even? How do I go through relationships? that are balanced and sometimes that's sacrifice um, on your own part to make someone else feel good um, and so I think as an unapologetic woman I think we need to take the time to reflect on us and to kind of go what's important to me and if my cup's full and I'm fizzing the rest of my life will fall in order. Um, I think often we can be doing things for others forget about ourselves and then you start to wonder why are my relationships not as buoyant and bubbly as what they are why is it that what I choose as my career is not fulfilling me anymore um why is it that you know you kind of just feel I don't know how you kind of describe it a kind of a just I'm going through the motions but nothing's sparking my fire and so, you know, for me, that's what I've kind of gone on that journey. You know, i had heaps of life experiences and, you know, losing my brother and then my dad to suicide and those kind of things. And it just puts life in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you go through the grief process and, um, and that looks so different for so many different people. and And there is no right or wrong and you just have to write it out and you know at times you're kind of going if i get through the next hour i'm doing well if i if i get through the next week it's even greater and then you kind of just realize you know, someone said to me once they said you know grief never goes away it just gets easier with happy memories wow. and it's it's always something that's kind of stuck with me and so about two about only 2 years ago now i I was very lucky um, after my dad died, um, my grandparents both passed away, um, a quick succession to that and I was very fortunate to left, be left some money um, by them and that's, I kind of sat on it and then one day out of the blue, I just went, bugger, I need to do something for me, I need to feel fulfilled and you know, I had a marketing company and I had other creatives and they were, they were, they were. They were the creators, not me. I might have had an idea or vision, but someone else was creating it. And I went, no, 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 no. (laughs) I need something for me that makes my heart sing. And I'd never dabbled in photography. I had a camera, you know, done the OA thing, took some snaps, um, loved it, but never really thought of it as a career. And then this one day I went, you know what? I need to do something for me. So I don't know how I stumbled on photography. I think sometimes life just evolves. And I then bought a camera. And then this thirst for knowledge started to happen. And I went, oh, my God. I spent so much time researching, um, doing online courses. And there's a lovely gentleman in Christchurch by the name of John Foster, who's been amazing. You know, he's so talented. And he just shares his knowledge so freely. And then it kind of snowballed picked up some clients and and I guess kind of now the rest is history but what I do notice though is women we don't we're not seen in photographs we're not visible you know like we're always the one on the other end of the camera taking photos of people but we're not we're not actually in them and that's what I love about what I do is that it's about um, recording history you're every day today is priceless memories tomorrow. So whether that's you in your dressing gown, um, making pancakes for the kids on a Saturday, or walking around the garden in your nightie with a hose, like I can do, like you kind of think that's all every day. But we need to be seen as women, and we we need to make the space and feel the time to to do that. And so whatever that is, I think you know whether that is in your career and your family life. Like if you can spend the time to work out what's important to me and what makes your heart sing. Life's easy. You're excited. You're passionate about whatever you kind of choose to venture into. And yeah, I just think for women, we just have to be seen. You know, we can't keep going under the radar and going, oh, I'm I'm too thin. I I don't like my hairstyle. I don't like my makeup or I don't, you know, I don't like my facial expressions. Cut crap. <laughs> Like, just go out there and be you. And if there's things that you don't like about yourself because you don't like them about yourself, well, you've got to do something about it. Like, you can't keep trying to seek gratification from other people or expecting other people to make a change. I think, you know, it's we've got to take self-responsibility for ourselves. And um, yeah, when you start making small changes, I think we we don't start because we think it's too hard, do we? You know, like we kind of go, oh God, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. You know, like the, this just this huge quantum leap. But I think it's just action. Do something today. doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> Create a storyboard, jot something down, just, just make a start and the evolution starts to evolve. And, you know, that old saying, you know, whatever you focus on comes to you. So when you start, you know, decluttering your Instagram feed to stuff that actually inspires and motivates you rather than depresses you what starts to happen those things start to show up in your life um what you where you want to be and what you want to do so yeah I think us women have just got to band together and support each other um and watch each other grow and celebrate those successes um Mm. no matter how how big or
0: small they are I love that. So, I mean, so much that you've just said there. Do you want to take a breath? Um <laughs> the, the passion is so real, right? And and I can feel that in you, and it just goes everywhere. And I love that. And it all comes down when I listen to you. It's a journey that you've just taken us on that comes back to being seen. But it it comes from being seen by self. And like I said, if there's something that you don't like, do something about it. And I wanna say in the, that it's for me, it's like, if you don't like something, first of all, have a look at the internal dialogue as to why you don't like it. Because a lot of the times it's the internal dialogue that needs to change, not the thing that you're seeing necessarily. But you also brought another um, layer into that for me in oh, well, various layers. The us not being in the photograph, and I'm very guilty of that. I personally hate being photographed, and so I'll be the first person to go stand on the side and not be part of the, the capturing of that moment, as you just so beautifully said, because it's telling history, right? But mm-hmm. also witnessing other women. So it's allowing ourselves to be seen from within ourselves and allowing ourselves to be seen through the eyes of another but then as women to see each other as well. Yeah. Do you feel that women, especially our older generation, you know, I look at the younger women, they're very different from us, yeah. very <laughs> different from us. Do you feel that us as older women need to start looking at women differently?
1: I totally agree. I think. I don't know why it is, why we feel threatened, why why we feel so insecure, you know, why can't we say to someone that you see walking down the street, my gosh, I love your handbag or my gosh, I love, you know, just your presence. I mean, we all see people like that in our everyday life, whether that's at the supermarket, you know, a mum might be doing something amazing with her children that are kind of like throwing the toys out, but we never, we never acknowledge, we never build a tribe. I don't know why that is we in some ways men are quite good at that but we kind of feel quite I don't know why to me I see it as a it's a feel of threat and that's what I've really enjoyed about the journey I'm going on now like I'm making a conscious conscious choice to reach out to like photographers in my local area and get to know them Um, we're not competition we're just we're community people who love doing something and let's celebrate that and let's encourage each other Um, and if we've got some knowledge to share let's let's do this, I think. Ooh, um,
0: I love that. I mean, I personally am one of those crazy ones who will go up to a stranger and go, oh my God, you look beautiful. And I often do that to women and I'm astounded at how surprised they are, but also reluctant a lot of the times to receive the compliments. Yeah. Um, and and I get that on the one hand. And on the other hand, I agree with you. It's time for us as, as mature women to... Really take the time to appreciate other women and then to speak that appreciation into them because we all desire, in a way, to be seen as our beautiful selves. Um, and it's really interesting because I was um shopping for a dress for tonight because you know, state night, <laughs> um, and I tried on a dress and I was like, Oh, yeah, this with heels is going to look killer. And I was chatting to the sales lady and I said to her, you know, what's really sad is a couple of weeks ago we went out and we went to a theater and I was the only woman in the theater who wore high heels. Nobody else wore heels anymore because it's just too comfortable to just put on. And, and they weren't even, you know, nice shoes for the most part. It was just dandles or, um sneakers or whatever the case might be and then i wonder is it because we as women are not acknowledging other women when they really start showing up in a way because we we stand out right if we are still taking care of ourselves and we put on the heels and we put on the dress we stand out in what has become the norm today instead of that used to be the norm when did that stop do you think and how do we start allowing women to bring that back for themselves if that is what they desire i mean if you don't desire high heels i'm not criticizing that at all it was just an interesting observation for me of how things have changed of going to a theater for instance Mm,
1: absolutely i guess the, the challenge the other reverse challenge question of that is if we don't feel willing to give compliments to others is that kind of a sign we don't actually compliment ourselves oh like is maybe is that a threat like um I don't know and and I wonder like what you see is who you think you need to be so if you're going to a theater and everybody else is dressed plain Jane and and you walk in and everybody looks at you if if you're not in that space to be seen, that most probably feels quite intimidating from the perspective of, do you take it that people are looking at me because I'm gorgeous or people looking at me because I'm outrageous and landish and really look silly? Like, I don't know. Like it's this insecurity, isn't it? Is that kind of what maybe sits underneath this is, Um, we don't want to be well I don't know I think we do want to be seen but we don't want to be seen it's kind of this contradiction maybe that that is at play but I think it's kind of much bigger than that like be who you're meant to be and and who makes your fire light like if you love getting dressed up and you know you you love the heels and you love you know bright lipstick and and your hair done really nicely. Why not just do it? If you go into the supermarket and you're the best dressed lady in the supermarket, so what? Like <laughs> people are going to look at you and go, gosh, she's done good, isn't she?
0: <laughs> now, now you have a really good talent in because you've taken my photographs, right? You have a talent of making a woman feel comfortable to be seen through the lens. Mm-hmm what is some of the things that you are using, maybe this will help women to feel comfortable to be seen through that lens, which can be very critical, because your lens captures everything in the moment. <laughs> and, and you had such a beautiful way of making me relax in front of the camera. But what is it that you would like to share with some of the women maybe that are hearing you today and kind of go, I want to be seen, but oh, I'm not comfortable to be seen yet or even have my photo taken or whatever the case might be. I think I break it down
1: into being, being seen is not a big deal. Like it, it's nothing. Like whoever, whoever looks at your images consumes it for what it is. And I think my main goal is, Um, when I'm working with ladies is I just want to know you. Who are you? What makes you tick? You'll tell me some little things maybe that you might be aware of. When you look at a photograph for the very first time you might say oh I don't like my my double chin or all that little extra roll on my tummy I'd wish they would disappear and I've got your back like there's some weird tricks that I can do in regards to posing where you know we can make those disappear but what I really try to get to the the bottom of is just about someone being authentically them and for whatever joyful looks like for them right now. Like photographs are a snapshot in time. So as soon as I click the button, I'm making history. And so for me, I think it's so important that wherever a woman is on a journey, that we're taking photographs of a slice or a moment in time. That's who I was on that day at that time, period. That doesn't mean that's who I'm going to be and how I'm going to show up next week, next month, next year, or five years time. I just want to help you capture who you are and the essence of where you're at right now. Because life's a journey and, and that's what photos is, it's telling a story. Um and and I think when you work when you work with a photographer who's whose main focus is yes we want lovely photographs that's that's cool but it's actually about the experience that you get a moment in time to be who you want to be and if you want to pose like Al McPherson and have the most sexy and sultry look let's do it like that and and your sexy sultry look is going to be so different to the lady next door but they are the photographs that when you look back on I think you're going to feel a sense of freedom and a a sense of lift and that's that's what I that's my goal is you know for someone to just hop in front of the lens and be authentically them whoever that is whatever that is right now.
0: What, what I love about this conversation is the freedom of the now and the understanding then that we as women get to choose how we want to show up right now and it doesn't have to be set in stone. I think a lot of pressure is put on us with the conversation that's going on at the moment, that we have to almost be the same so that people know what to expect from us, which goes against the complete nature of women. Because as women, you know, I keep saying I am Mother Nature, I'm I'm sunny, I'm rainy, I'm stormy, I'm wind, I'm I'm all of these things. And whenever people say, oh, but you have to remain a certain way to be predictable so that people will feel safe in your space. For me, that doesn't resonate at all. But if I get to be a little bit more playful about this game called life Mm -hmm. and go, well, how do I want to show up right now? How do I want to dress up right now for this very moment and it doesn't mean I have to ever dress up like this again or that I have to show up in the same way tomorrow. There is so much freedom in that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We've just we've just got to live the moment, like because there's freedom that comes with that. And freedom brings joy and bountiful opportunity. Because when people are act- interacting with someone who has I guess let go of all the bullshit. Let's let's just be honest. You know, you've let go of all of that. And I think that's an age thing. You know, like, you know, I'm now in my 40s and life's different. You know, I've I've come to understand and appreciate that not everybody's going to like you, who you are, what you do, what you stand for. And that's okay. But there's lots of other people out there who love what you are and who you stand for. And why not just spend more time with those people instead of trying to be someone who's satisfying everyone kind of like what I said at the start you know you can't please everybody so please the people that you enjoy spending time with they and spend time you know enjoy spending time with you and and everybody's cup's
0: full like everyone's yeah Yeah, I I want to take that further though because I don't even think it's about pleasing the people that you want to spend time with and and here's why I say that People will like you today and not like you tomorrow. And it actually has nothing to do with you and what everything to do with the journey that they are going on. And it's one of the reasons, and I know that I'm irritating people when I say this, but why I am challenging the no, like, and trust conversation <laughs> that is happening, especially in the online arena. And it's all marketing jargon, right? Yeah. But you can, you don't know me in all of me because nobody knows me in all of me whether you like me is dependent on who you are today and what's happening in your life today and if what is i'm saying or doing or showing up as is that feeling good for you today then you like me if that doesn't feel good for you tomorrow because you're having a bad day or something else is happening that is your experience of me not it has nothing to do with me and well the trust thing is if I trust myself I don't need to trust other people because I trust myself and so the trust thing for me is whatever Um, but isn't it then more critical for us to just focus on liking ourselves and allowing everybody else to have their experience of us regardless and that definitely comes with age that comes with with loving a lot of people and a lot of people leaving or leaving a lot of people and whatever and co and I'm still okay. And I still like me and I'm still good. Yeah, I
1: totally agree. I think we, I don't know, like for me it's kind of just getting comfortable that people come into your life. They serve a purpose. You have shared experience. You both love it. And, and there's an, Life just separates apart and there's nothing, there's no event, nothing's happened, but it's kind of like, okay, we may reconnect in the future, but for me, you don't, I don't know, I don't feel I need to be sitting on top of someone else to have a deep rooted relationship. Like I, I feel comfortable in myself to go, it's a kind of a little bit like long tentacles, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that I can be me, you can be you. And, and we both, I guess have interactions and touch points and go, wow, that was good. But we, but we don't need it every day. Like, I don't know like, kind of how you kind of put that, but it's,
0: yeah. there's not that neediness you no. know, validation of the relationship. And in a similar way, I have so much appreciation for people who will never come back in my life and who I quite frankly don't want back in my life. But they still played a critical role in in creating me as I am in this exact moment of time and the choices that I've made that got me to this point. And so I honestly believe that when we start seeing that we are all co-creating each other's evolution and the experience of human life in whatever way and we can stop hating on the people and just go, well, they're playing a critical role in my life, even though sometimes it stinks and it hurts and whatever it is, if we just come back to, but at the center, we're all divine love and let's start connecting from that space and then allow people to come in and move out like we breathe. Nobody holds a single breath for their their whole lifetime. It's just this beautiful, playful breath of relationships, yeah. But everybody comes and goes in love,
1: yeah. But everyone comes and goes in life. Like we all have a start date and we all have, have an end date, and it's what we do with the dash in between that counts. And and so you know, like from past experience, like that's what life's taught me. Um, and we never know how long that dash in the in the middle is going to last for. And I guess that's you know for me getting into photography, that's just kind of my thing. Like I'm diving into it because this is what I love. And if I can leave a legacy for other people, um, you know, like I often will go to a shoot and before I go, I kind of just sit in my car for about five minutes. And, I, and I'm, I'm not religious in any way, kind of maybe quite spiritual, I guess, yeah. And I just take a moment. And that for me is just the most grounding thing I can kind of do is to why am I doing what I am doing why do I love what I'm doing and and what do I hope for for the subject in front of my lens and and I guess I feel like as a creative I kind of see myself as someone's voice now often people might not be able to say what they're thinking or how they're feeling or how important something is to them um, but I kind of feel that if you can take that energy and use your skill and creativity and and the people skills that you have and the environment that you're in to help people tell their story via me and and that for me is just so fulfilling is just letting yourself just get to a place of calm and, you know, how can I tell this person's story? How can I be this person's voice? And that's just the most, yeah, special, special thing. You know, like when I was on the beach with you, like I will never, ever forget that day. Being on the beach with you and, um, you know, you, when you held that wine glass and it, it was half, kind of halfish full and we were, there was this surface on the beach. And that guy just walked out into the surf with his surfboard. And as you, I didn't even really see you. <laughs> All I saw was you holding your glass, and the surfer appeared in my glass. And it was just like that was my brother with me on that day. Oh, um. It was like he was standing in the middle. <laughs> Of me creating art and I guess you know when you have a moment in time when you go how do I know I'm doing the right thing or how do I know I'm living my dream you know things show up and for me that was a moment (laughs) and I can remember saying to you (laughs) he's going to say what happened I was like I should have clicked the button but I didn't (laughs) It was just this, you know, and I did afterwards. So It was a shot post-it. But right in the moment when I saw just the most magical, oh, magical shot, I think, you know, it was, it was, oh, I'll never, ever forget it, you know? And when I was driving home around the Sumner freeway and I just, my dad, he, my dad turned up and I'm driving along and, I was meant to take this turn to the left and here I am bawling my eyes out cause I'm like, oh my God, I finally found my thing dad. This is just amazing. My oh, special thing. <laughs> and then I get to a, a booze checkpoint and this poor policeman, <laughs> I had to wind down my window and I'm, can you say your name? I was like, I'm a blithering idiot. And this guy's asking me to say my name into a prisoner's eyes. <laughs> I was like, far out. But, but as a creative, you know, like it, it, I just feel that, you know, if time's gone by, um, that, yeah, when you've found your thing and you've found what brings you true joy, um, you know, even those that might not be with you anymore, I always feel like they're with me. Every time I do a beach shoot, or I go near the ocean or the sea or the mountains. Whew, I, I would say I have a, a totally different experience. You know, I was in the mountains... With this beautiful couple who were raising money for osteoporosis, and standing on the top of Mount Hut, and the fog came in, and then we sat for half an hour, and the fog lifted, and the sound of a harp playing and echoing around the mountains was the most surreal moment in time. I, oh, it was just it took my breath away, and I think you know that, that shoot happened because both them and I were committed to doing it. You know, like we both knew we could make magic that day as another creative, and, and they moved heaven on earth to get there and we just waited it out. But I think when you work with like-minded people who trust the process and are up for the journey, you, you create, like the photographs for me are great, But the memory and the experience, I will never forget, you know, how warm these people were, how kind they were, you know, what they'd been through with COVID and a whole raft of different things, you know, walking the Aurora Trail from the top of the north to the bottom of the south, like these people are incredible, (laughs) carry their own food, do their own, oh, incredible. But, you know, that just was, I don't know, just another one of those moments in time, which, you know, I kind of feel you know, like with, you know, my, my dad and my brother, like I just feel at times I go places and they show up and no one else would really understand. But for me, I feel as a creative, it just highlights, you know, I'm someone else's voice. I'm sharing a gift um, that I enjoy, but I'm letting someone else's voice come come through me. So, yeah.
0: Honestly, that the art, whatever the form of the art is for you at the moment, it's photography, for me, it's the conversations that I have with clients, the art is the gateway to the higher connection, the art is the gateway to higher consciousness and all that is part thereof, whether it being those that have departed from physical form that are now just energetic form with us or our inner genius, whatever that is. And it is about the experience, you know, you and I were talking about it just before we started recording about the the longer I practice my art, the more of a novice I feel like because my mind just keeps on opening up to more and more and more. And I don't ever want it to stop. I don't ever want to retire. I don't ever want to not learn more or not not create more because it feeds me so beautifully. Yeah. And and that's always my wish for people is to connect to that thing in their lives, their the creativity, that the art within it. Because I believe we're all artists. We're all creating a masterpiece of of a life, you know, art piece, if you want to say it like that. We're all artists, but people have forgotten the art of being an artist and the enjoyment of being an artist and the presence of being an artist and Allowing yourself to be in bliss. Mm. I
1: think the thing that I've come to feel and understand about being a creative is is twofold is that when I go to a I go to a shoot and I have a subject in front of me, they might feel nervous. But I feel like I'm showing up naked because. I'm going to do the very best I can to create for you. But equally what I create, you may or may not like. And, and so there's a sense of vulnerability about that, but there's a sense of excitement about that. And so I kind of think, you know, when people go, Oh, I'm scared of having photos taken. Well, actually think about the artist because all of who they are, is being put on the line just like you. So, and I think that back to your question, you know, how do I make someone else feel comfortable? I think it's just being you because when you're being you, other people feel comfortable to be them. And then you kind of just, you're kind of like an un you just peel back all these layers of nonsense. And, you know, I've I've been in, in environments where <laughs> you're having these jokes, with some guys that are hilarious. And, you know, the things that they'll kind of come out with, I'm like, if Your wife was sitting here, I know that you would kind of come out with that humor, but <laughs> but they feel safe to be them and and to let themselves, um, just to kind of connect and be in a space and and have fun. So, yeah, I think that you know, as a creative, I think that sometimes you know, I don't know, I've got I don't know, I haven't come to the point where, um, I guess photography doesn't make me anxious, it doesn't make me nervous, it's not. S- like other things you go and do, you'd kind of think, "Oh shit, is this gonna work? Or is this gonna be okay?" I never have. I never have that self self doubt. I kind of go, "Well, I'll just deal with whatever I've got to deal with, and whatever channel 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 you know challenges show up, or you know, if the lighting goes crazy, or you know, like when you're fighting with your pets and kids, God, you never know what's gonna happen." Um, you know, just to kind of go go with it and just yeah, have fun. But I think when you just kind of go, what am I here to do? What am I here to create? Anything that kind of comes up, I don't know, isn't a big, isn't a big deal. It's just, this is just a challenge today. Um, And you go home, you look at your photographs and you look at what you've created and you go, okay, yeah, I did that really, really well. And maybe hmm, I think I could work on this a little bit or change this or, oh, my settings weren't quite right for that or whatever. But I don't know. It's just learning and evolving, and um, yeah.
0: and releasing the expectation of perfection, and rather going for the expectation of exceptional. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, that was a huge distinction to start making because we are preached to to do the perfection thing. Okay, so now we're all shaming people for being perfectionists, which I, which I don't agree with either. Um, but. I have no desire for anything to be perfect. I only have an intention to make it exceptional from where I am and whatever life is gifting me in this moment and allowing that to be good.
1: Yeah, that's my standard. You know, like every time I go out on a job, I'm like, all I want to be is better than I was yesterday. Accomplish more, overcome a challenge seamlessly that I might have found kind of was a wee bit of a block last time like I guess it's easy to see you know you look at other um, creatives around the world and you see you might look at their Instagram feed and you're like oh my god they just produce amazing work well actually they're showing you three of their very 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 best photographs and you know like is that their their everyday mix most probably not so kind of cut yourself some slack and go well actually if i can get you know one amazing piece in 100 whew, that's great and if i can by the end of the year if you can get that down to one in 30 one in 20 that's huge great progress and then next year around you kind of go what's my what's my improvement what do i want to kind of work on like i don't know just be you, do you, you know, like.
0: <laughs> I think that that's it. I think that is, that encapsulates everything today is be you, do you. Um, because at the end of the day, but but then again, you have to take the time to figure out who you are. I, I just want to say that as well. because <laughs> you know, A lot of the times we say, oh, be you, do you. And most people go, yay, who am I? <laughs> you know, yeah. if I don't have my job title or my family title or whatever that is, and i think that is what's that's the gift of growing older yes. is you know we've made growing older for a long time such a bad thing but the gift is you get to know who you really are you don't know who you really are in your 20s you know who you are as a 20 year old but when you go through life experience you get to see how you respond in life and how you grow in life and it's almost as though you, you get to peel back the layers of conditioning from your mind until one day you kind of go, ah, oh, there you are.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. I remember that.
1: Yeah. And I think through experience, I've kind of created a filter. Like, just don't sweat the small stuff. Like, is that really going to matter? You know, I kind of say to myself, you know, someone might be having a bit of a hissy about something or I might be having a hissy about something. And then I go, well, actually, is this life or death? Is someone actually going to die out of this? No. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's just put this back into perspective. Does it need all that energy? Does it need all of that angst? Can it wait till tomorrow? Can it wait for me to actually have some time to think about this? You know, like, um Or you know, someone you might be going into the supermarket, and someone might grab, you know, heaven forbid, the last you know box of eggs off the shelf. Wow, oh
0: my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about eggs. <laughs> you know. You know. All of our listeners who don't know, we're having an <laughs> egg crisis in New Zealand at yep. the moment. <laughs> you know, you see stuff in
1: the supermarket, and these people will be completely losing their rag. And I'm thinking, what? Why? You know, like kind of put it into perspective you know it's it's not that that big a deal and when you start not making a big deal about everyday stuff all of a sudden you start to feel more harmonious you feel like you've got more bandwidth because you focus on and do what if, if things are critical and important you've got space to focus on that and you've got space to process that and you've got space to think and understand and reflect and be objective whereas if everything's a fight everything that you go to do what's the enjoyment in there you know like why make stuff so hard so if you can kind of just I don't know filter out all of those little wee niggles and, and I think it's just how you view it you know what's my lens to how I view the world. Um, does it just mean that I'm not going to have um, scrambled eggs for breakfast on the weekend? I'm going to have what? Have an omelette? Or well, You can't have an omelette, gonna no eggs. Have you ever had a pancake? <laughs> you know, like just, you just change. You, it's not actually a big, a big deal. Like just
0: go with the flow. <laughs> Best thing my mom ever said to me is this too shall pass. And <laughs> I learned that this too shall pass is not only for the tough times but, but sometimes yeah. the good times as well, because yep. life keeps flowing. This to this moment is only this moment. Whatever is happening in this moment will pass. Yep. And when I look back on my life and, oh my goodness, the amount of stress that I've put on myself because of things that happened in life. And yeah, I'm not taking away from it at all. Some of it was pretty quote unquote big stuff you know like bankruptcy and all of those things i've lived through all of that but when i look back now i kind of go oh you really could have just relaxed a little bit more into that honey you got through on the other side you got through on the other side somehow there was always a meal on the table yeah. Whether it was my parents who stepped in and and assisted us, or you know a client signing up out of the blue, whatever the case was, I'm I was still okay. I was yeah. still okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not taking away from what's happening in the world at all, but this too shall pass.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what I love the most about being being a creative, is like that it, it takes so much magic to create magic that's why you love the magic so much the most like yeah I think like you know some people will kind of go make it might could make a bit of a throw about oh you know being a creative you know they're just artsy fartsy and um you know the head's always in the clouds well that could be one interpretation <laughs> that's very cool but I think when you're being creative there's so many things that align to create magic you know both like in a physical terms and in um, a a psychological and in your environment and I think you 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 know exactly that like you're about to create magic and no matter what you're never going to be able to repeat this again and I think that's what makes being a creative so special is that that moment in time where everything aligns is just it's just bliss and that's that fuels why you do what you do you know you just it's kind of you just want more of that you kind of you just want more of that magic where everything just aligns and you're you're having fun and it's easy and
0: I don't it's know, juice it's the iterative. juice of
1: life yeah yeah it's, mm, it's cool
0: what do you take an unapologetic stand for in the world
1: being seen there's is, there is no excuse you know as as a woman we have a right to be seen and we need to be seen and we need to give ourselves the permission to be seen and we need to see others with love and we need to see others with kindness and and celebrate joy celebrate what makes you happy um and full stop period (laughs) like just be seen how do people connect with you Jo they can connect with me via um Instagram um Joanne McCloy photography or they can even send me an email joanne at joannemccloy.co.nz and yeah I'd love to connect I just love to what I do and I just love seeing women grow and flourish absolutely
0: and if any of our listeners are, are local or are in New Zealand, even if you're on the North Island, you actually want to fly down to meet with Joe and have your photographs done. It was one of those magical moments in my life when you took my photographs on the beach and um, everything about it was just amazing. I had so much fun. Um, my son who went with still laughs every time he sees the photographs. He was like... <laughs> Oh my God! You women were so naughty. I can't believe you did that. And I think that for me was probably when I started coming out as an unapologetic woman because we didn't care about everybody else on the beach. It was just I want to express the joy that I feel every single day, and to to hell with the rest. Like to, to hell with all the taboos. Joe, my darling, thank you so much. This was an amazing conversation, as always. Um, and to the ladies who are listening, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time invested in us. And connect with Joe, it will be life altering for you. So, until next week, when we will have another riveting conversation, don't forget we get to live our legacies unleashed, unlimited, and unapologetic. Have an amazing day further. Cheers. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, Al Naj, you can follow me on Instagram at The Unapologetic Woman and connect with me on LinkedIn at Al Naj. And if you're interested in experiencing the Unapologetic Women Initiative, Book in for our next open meeting. The link is in the description. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.